Hi, everyone. Welcome to Friday's episode of Ship It and Sip It. I am here with Victoria. Welcome to Hi the there. show. Thanks. How are you this week, Victoria? Um, good, great. Thanks. How are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, what did you choose for us to drink tonight? Well, we have today lemonades because it's like freaking hot this week and probably next week as well. So cheers. Lemonade. Lemonade. I got the maracuya basil, right? And yeah. you got the mojito one. Mojito. Cheers. Cheers. All right, news this week from Parallect. First of all, there's a new showcase up on our website. It's about iMitigate Risk Global, which is a big comprehensive SaaS product that we built with David Baxter, the founder, and it tackles insurance risk and mitigation of insurance risk on large scale construction sites around the world. That's an exciting product. It's been in beta for a couple of weeks now, almost a month. The early reviews are really good and we're really excited to continue working with David to bring it to more customers and everyone that's tried it so far really loved it. What's news from your side? Well, I finally came here to you to be your guest, honored guest. <laughs> um, well, just working on my two projects. Yesterday I hold the demo for one of them. It was like pretty great. I suppose the client is really happy with us, happy with working with Parallect together. So yeah, so far so good. Thanks. Awesome. When did you start at Parallect and what was your sort of first impression of the company? What made you think, hey, this is a cool team. I want to be a part of it. Well, I joined Parallact about seven months ago already. So I was kind of the first person who joined Parallact in 2021. And how did I feel that this is like the right company for me? Actually, a really great story because I remember whenever what I was when I was looking for a job, I already got three job offers and I just just somehow decided to apply for um, Parallax's job opening and it was somewhere in uh, project management department. And I'm like, okay, I can apply there. I remember my first interview with a recruiter and this was not like the regular um, interview when you are just shaking, you're trembling, you're afraid, you're scared of questions, you're afraid of your interviewer. This was more of the um, welcoming and inviting talk with your um, probably good acquaintance. And right after the talk, I felt like, okay, I like those guys. And I was really looking forward for another um, step of the interview, which was also really great. I managed to talk to some people from project management department. And then I remember my first day when everybody were, was really welcoming. They were like, hi, who are you? How do you like it here? And I was like, wow, I like it. And um, that was really awesome. So everyone who is still in two minds, whether to go here or not, definitely should go. You will not um, re regret this. Yes. No, no, no. We've got a ton of openings, a smattering of different positions on join.parallect.com. Check it out. It'll be right here. Um, have a look. If you find something you think you could fit into, please apply and chat with us. Was Parallact your first job out of university? No, actually not. I managed to work in 
two companies, I suppose, because like um, I firstly started with the accounting firm from the big four was KPMG. I don't know whether I'm allowed to say like uh, another company's names. All right. And um, I was kind of the assistant to the chief auditor, I suppose, something like this. And another one, it was a startup connected to the investments. I was like the financial analyst, something like that. But then probably my pet project made a great contribution to my choice to be a project manager. Mm -hmm. Yep. What do you mean by, what was your pet project? Uh, it was Startup Hard. Oh, okay, Startup Hard. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about Startup Hard. Uh, tell for our listeners, what is Startup Hard? What's the goal of that? Uh, it's an incubator, accelerator, or organization? Just give us the pitch. Yeah, it's actually a really great question who we are, because yeah. actually, uh, firstly and originally, it was like the um, contest to the young entrepreneurs, young startuppers on um, how they can show their ideas, their probably even um, prototypes to the investors, to the mentors who are already the professionals because we've been working closely with the high tech park, with the IT companies, with the VC investors as well. And this, is, this was all within the university? Within the university, okay. yeah, because they were kind of helping us with some connections probably, um, with some probably money as well because yeah. we're kind of non-profit. Yeah, and basically the main idea of it is like we have the project startuppers, young entrepreneurs on the one hand and um, skilled mentors, investors and speakers on the other hand. So our goal was to connect them because those young startuppers should realize uh, from their young ages, like 14, 15 years old, that they, uh, they can do really great things and they are really doing great things. The earlier they realize that they can achieve really high goals, the earlier they can be successful in the future with their startups, probably. And my role in this project was a team leader of the investor relations department. Mm -hmm. So basically my responsibilities there were like project management of my team, of uh, the rest um, participants of this contest, if we can say so, but probably we're moving towards being the incubator right now, like yeah. something like this. Yes. Yeah, so really great if you are just a student, you're just filling this VC world um, earlier probably, and by now um, I really have a great experience even which helps me to work at Parallax as well, while I'm working with the startups and with their pitch decks and their ideas in general. Sure, yeah, and I actually got to speak at Startup Art a couple of years ago at one of the first conferences they did, mm -hmm. and I talked a little bit about sort of building a public brand online and, and writing about what you're building um, for the students there. It was very interesting. Um, for me, it was a chance to practice my public speaking and hopefully the students got something from it as well. Yeah, definitely. We developed a lot like for this three years. Right? Yeah, it's going to be think, the first season already. In yeah, I, th I think it, it was one of the first years that it happened. So I'd be keen to go back and join another conference. Oh, we'll be really happy to have you back, definitely. Awesome. In my perspective, it seems like Startup Heart was sort of the, the business or economics university side of the education system here, which is really strong in engineering and programming. But with you guys doing Startup Heart, it's more about founding and business development and teaching those students the skills they need to lead young companies. 
Is that sort of an accurate assessment of it? Yeah, probably, right. We were not dealing closely to those technical things. Definitely, we had some guys who was who were um, helping us with this. They were also students, but mostly it was for developing our soft skills about our um, management skills, how we can um, uh, negotiate with people, uh, especially with the investors, because I bet like some of us would definitely um, found their own companies and this experience will really do a great job for them. They will remember this. When you started working here, you worked a lot with Vol- with Vladimir, right? Right. He was my mentor. He was your mentor. Can you tell us a little bit about that mentorship process? What was that like? Because I talked with Vladimir on the second episode of the show, and he talked a lot about how much he enjoyed teaching project management after teaching development as well, and how that was a big part of his interest still. So what was it like for you to be his mentee? Well, actually, um, in January, I was a person who didn't have a clue about tech side of the startups of the probably work. Mm -hmm. And I was really scared. I probably even had this, you know, imposter syndrome because you have like a lot of um, developers here who really are great at their jobs and come in me like, hey there, I'm going to be your project manager. Vladimir really um, did a great job. teaching me some basic things probably. And also um, he was telling me some things, some cases that happened to him in project management side as well. Um, He was suggesting me to read some books, probably articles, this stuff. And also I'm really thankful to our team of developers and the project that we've been working at the time, because whenever I had um, questions, like for example, what is like um, to merge, what is like, for example, like, like, you know, this technical side, because this was like the whole new world for me. Oh, yeah. And I was really afraid that they will be like, oh my gosh, she's asking us questions again. But no, actually this is one of the perks of Parallect as well, because everybody's really helping. Whenever you don't understand anything, they are really eager to help you in any question you want to know. Super. Well, I was actually wondering about that as well, because I can only imagine how intimidating it would feel to come into an experienced team and say, okay, like this is our backlog for this sprint and and you got these yeah, you know guys like and girls who who've been working on the team for a while or have been doing this for a while yeah, it's like steadily it's getting better. You yeah. you know, you're like digging in those things and you understand what is it and like for example, even how much time this particular task could take. Mm-hmm. For example, we're doing login, I'm like, okay, this is probably not that hard, so we can take this time. So yeah, it's like step by step you're getting getting better at the things even from technical side. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's great to hear and I'm sure Vladimir will be very glad to hear your, your, your positive <laughs> remarks about his mentorship. All right, you're working right now on two really cool products that are really different. Uh, which, which one do you want to talk about first? Let me probably tell some general things about them. Uh, definitely, I have uh, two projects. The one is coming from the United States. It's called Fluent and it's like the analytical tool which can help us to measure the product market fit. 
um, using a special complex algorithm, which will then help us to make some reports, analytics, and to show to the stakeholders and to understand whether this project is doing great or in um, where we can be better, for example. Um, I'm probably not going to tell more details, so this is just the open information that you can uh, find in their website because uh, we're about to release the MVP and I'll probably save some details for the future. And another project is coming from Sweden. This is a really futuristic one. I mean, I, I think I'm so lucky to be a project manager to it. It's called Exapulse and um, they mostly concentrate on um, doing the special suits, we can call them garments, which are for the people who have some neurological uh, disorders like um, stroke uh, and uh, multiple scl uh, sclerosis and so on. So Exapulse is like the um, helpful device for the uh, medical team because, for example, uh, those garments have embedded electrodes, there are like plenty of them, and they're positioned to stimulate your um, body muscles. Right, so it's like, it's more functional focus than say like the haptic suits that yeah, yeah, you actually, can wear for gaming and like, you know. No, this is probably more of the medical part yeah, because, yeah. So cool. if, if, you, if you even Google Exapulse yeah. and you watch some videos of them, uh, you will see people who are really suffering from such diseases and whenever they are wearing those suits, they really feel better. And actually, when I firstly saw this, I even cried because you realize how really great things people are doing in 2021 and that you and your team belong to this as well, like you are somehow the part of it as well. And this is, this is really great. They're both super interesting products or projects and uh, hopefully they'll grow into super successful products. But they're, they're very different target markets. They're very different uh, audiences for, for both of them. The founders, I assume, are quite different ones. One team's from America, one team's from Sweden. Do you struggle at all with like context switching between them? Or do you have like, this time block is for the American project about startups, and this one's for the Swedish project about you know suits for people with disabilities. How do you? Go back and forth. I was actually thinking, for example, okay, I can dedicate my like first four hours of work to Fluence and another four for the um, examples. But I don't know. I didn't manage to do this because like questions pop up during the day, like from the different projects, and I'll try. I just try to multitask between them. But like most of the time, I'm pretty fine with it. But sometimes there are times. Um, when both Fluence and Exapulse need me by mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need to like work hard right now, but that's, that's totally fine, I guess. And it sounds like you're handling very well. Thanks. <laughs> great job, you're doing great. Uh, we already touched on this a little bit, but what are or what were some of the particular challenges that you faced as a young project manager? Maybe you could, include some advice to, to people within your age group or younger who might be thinking about getting into this field? 
might be afraid of it, like you might have been at some point. Yeah, what, what would um, you say? that's actually a really good question because I've been thinking which challenges I faced during this time and which challenges I still face in sometimes. And I'm pretty sure that even mature project managers face them and dealing somehow with them from day to day. But probably for the young project managers or for those ones who wants to become one day, I would probably point to the one challenge is the fear, like fear, for example, to start. Uh, as in my case, I was thinking, okay, I'm not a technical person. Um, I can't do this. I would be like the imposter there. I won't be successful and blah, 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 all this stuff. But then you're just trying to do this and uh, step by step, you're getting better. So just don't afraid to start, don't afraid to learn new things, don't afraid to read extra, don't afraid to talk to people because people, especially from the tech side, uh, they are really friendly. Um, I mean, most of them, but I met only friendly ones. Um, here, so, here, at here Parallax, Parallax. <laughs> they're only friendly. Yeah, so, and um, everybody here and also in tech, whenever, I don't know, in LinkedIn or somewhere in tech um, chats, they can help you. They can tell you some things that you, you can learn. You can um, read articles, whatever. Just um, start doing things. Don't afraid um, because if you try, you will know what's going to happen. But if you won't try, um, you will fail from the very first step because you're not trying. So this is probably um, the very first and the main challenge that each of us young project managers and young people face. Yeah, and, yeah, and probably general. those tiny challenges that you face um, every day, like, okay, something's not working. The client says that, oh, this feature is not working right now. You, you should fix it. That's probably fine. And it's actually really fine because it happens like every day, every time. You should just not take it really close to heart. You mm -hmm. should just think of the solution, um, see to the problem in case you need the developers, just ask them to um, fix this and this is it. Because clients are also people and they understand that these things happen because we are still in progress, we're in development phase. Is project management like in the minds of your peers and like people that you went to university with, your friends say, I want to go through university with whatever degree and, and eventually become a project manager? Is that like a dream gig or is it just sort of tech is where I want to be as a whole, so eventually I'll get there somehow, somewhere? I guess, what is the view of, of these different roles in tech as, as a younger person here? Well, whenever you're studying at university, I'm not sure how it's in tech universities, but um, I was majoring in corporate finance. So somehow I was connected to startups. So it's not like a really new field for yeah. me. Yeah, but still, whenever you're at university, you're probably thinking, I mean, I will tell about my case, whenever you are like the economist, the finances, whoever you are, you're thinking of working somewhere in, for example, business, like financial analyst, like I started as well. And then, um, just personally, I realized that this is probably not my case because I'm not the person who will just sit and see to those, you know, shits. Um, I mean, like accounting and this stuff. Spreadsheets all day. <laughs> yeah, and um, probably someone really likes it, but yeah. this is not my case. I'm not telling this is not really interesting. This is just not my case. This is not for me. Me too. <laughs> we can be friends. 
<laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and so I was just thinking, um, how can I apply my um, communicative skills maybe, my skills that I gained in startup heart. Mm -hmm. And I've been talking to people and they're like, oh, you can be a good like business analyst or a project manager. I'm like, hmm, okay, I can think of that. So I just started to investigate this thing. I listened to some courses. And I realized that, yeah, this is probably what I want to do in the future, at least like in the nearest future. I just give it a try. That's how I appeared at Parallect. Yeah, but definitely whenever you're at university, probably it's so hard to understand um, what project manager do, uh, what business analysts do. Like this is completely like, wow. You hear the word business and you're like, oh, okay, this is going to be something really cool. Mm -hmm. Like management, okay, you're like going to manage people, you're going to sit somewhere, you're going to say what to do to people, and that's it. But this is not true. If you still think like this, this is not true. <laughs> All right. Well, now that you have that inside view of the truth, you know, what, what it is really like to be on a product team, to, to build early stage projects up from, from nothing for, for different industries, uh, what products do you look at now that you know of that behind the scenes stuff? What products do you use apps or websites? That you're like, wow, this team's really cool. Maybe I would love to be on that team someday or this app's great just to use and I love the way it's designed. I love the way it works. Are there any? This is gonna be true. It's really true if I say that I really like Perlect website. Parallax I mean, website. check other tech websites and they're like, okay, they're like basic, they're not that interesting, but please open Parallax site one more time. You will know what I'm talking about, really. <laughs> if it's like about the website, no, I'm telling the truth. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. And what about like the mobile apps? I'm probably not using a lot of them, but um, as I'm a project manager, I would say that I'm kind of worship time management apps like um, Google Calendar and Google Keep because whenever you need to tell a person are you available today or like in three days you're like let me check you're just checking like okay you learned this from from Vladimir didn't you because he said the same I don't thing know. really yeah he's like <laughs> okay. I love Google Calendar I no, use it for everything it's really it's really convenient because whenever you have like meetings as a project manager you have like plenty of them. You can have like the whole day with the meetings, <laughs> no time for real work. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's it's really convenient to track your activities during the day or in the weeks. In terms of activities, uh, I talked with Igor, our CTO, who's also on the show, uh, but I talked with him about how I was going to interview you, and he's he's been suggesting you as an interviewee for quite some time. And he said that he is... Uh, super impressed with what you're doing as a young product project manager. Uh, Thank specifically, you. I didn't know that. <laughs> specifically, the reports that you've made for Fluent and, and the sprint reports that you've done. He says that they're really helpful to the client. They're really helpful to the rest of the team. What we can show a little preview, quick scroll through of what I'm talking about. What spurred you on to make these uh, nice reports instead of just typing up a list of this is what we did this week, this is what we're doing next week. These look nice. They're presented with little nuggets of inside info um, that help the client understand what's going on with the team. 
what was your uh, ambition for this? Where did it come from? Well, I've been thinking about the thing that you told, like, okay, uh, like at the end of each sprint, you will just take this uh, regular basic text in Slack or via email that we've done this, we're planning to do this next sprint. And for example, we have those problems or we, we are good at this things, like whatever. And I've just been thinking, how can I do it better, more beautiful, because those clients, they're really cool and um, they kind of inspire you to do things like like their project, really great. And I've been thinking, what if I can do some um, reports, like the presentation for them, so they can also somehow, I don't know whether they're gonna do this or not, but just, but just scroll down and see how the process was, what we've been doing. And yeah, I just put there the regular analysis. For example, we've done this, we were planning to do this and probably some small items like, for example, this sprint was really great because we've done all of the tasks. And for example, uh, this is our MVP timeline. Mm -hmm. And for example, this is time left and we're here right now. And this gives them the vision of where we are right now and at which step and when we can for example, show this to the real customers as well as we do already, yeah. uh, even before MVP release. Um, and yeah, I think it's even interesting for me because I'm like, okay, I'm doing a really cool stuff right now. So it's not the basic um, uh, report. So I can show it also in the company so they know how we are doing. Yeah. So yeah, everybody is aware that we have these things and probably if we have some problems, they are also in this report because this is like project. Something's happening, bad or good, but yeah. this is project. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good, and uh, I'm glad that you enjoy it. Um, the designs are very lovely. What do you use to make it? Oh, actually, I used the help of our head of design, Vika. So ah. really, really, really thanks to her because I did mine, and she like, I can help you with this, and like, thank you so much. You mentioned that part of your sort of six-month journey into where we are now uh, as a project manager involved a lot of learning. Um, what, are you, what are you eager to study next or what are you digging into right now to sort of become better, faster, stronger project manager for Parallect? Well, I've been really doing a lot of online courses for this time um, whenever I was not dealing with my um, diploma thesis, but yeah. That's that's fine. Yeah, um, I mean, I want to deepen some project management foundations and probably to um, learn about more techniques, methodologies, probably. And actually, I have just been enrolled to master's degree program in management. Wow. Yeah, and um, probably in the future, I've been thinking of learning how to code as well because I, I see it also fascinating and I like how it's very logical. Mm -hmm. So I think one day I can code somehow as well. <laughs> cool, so not slowing down at all. Nope. Well, that's good, that's good to hear. All right, imagine that you've already been doing this wonderful job for 10 years. Okay. <laughs> and and it's not so wonderful anymore. You, you're, you don't wanna look at the project management software anymore. You don't want to make the reports anymore. You don't want to look at your Google Calendar every day, every minute, every hour. And you want to just completely switch out of tech and, and 
go do something with your hands or I, you know, you know, people, people come to these yeah. conclusions. Sometimes you burn out on, on tech, you burn out on the digital world. What, what would you pivot to? What's your like alt, alt career dream? I don't know. Probably this is going to be something connected to VC world still. Maybe I'm going to be a speaker, mentor, maybe I'm gonna um, found my own startup, maybe oh. I'm gonna be engaged in some That's not business. really pivoting out of tech at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I don't know. You don't dream of like baking bread in a village somewhere in the mountains? <laughs> well, actually a good idea. Maybe I will grow plants because right now I'm growing my own basil, lemon and avocado at home. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, like those plants I'm staying at home a lot. I'm like, okay, and actually it's even growing. Well, congratulations. I'm not bad at this. Probably in 10 years I'm going to be a farmer. A farmer. Perfect. We'll still need farmers in 10 years. Right. Oh, you talked about starting a startup. Yeah. Is that, you've been, you know, working with Startup Heart, connecting with investors. Uh, now you're working with startup team as a project manager. Is uh, founding your own company a dream that you have? And sort of what obstacles would you see to stop you from doing that? At this very point where I am, probably I'm not ready to open up my own company because probably I don't think I have the value that I can bring to the world. Maybe I should still work um, with several projects to think what I can help them and uh, which is going to be the mission of my company in the future. I don't know. I just think that... I need to live a couple more years to understand where to go. But still, this is a really great idea because you're founding, in my opinion, you're founding the company not to um, just um, earn money and do like, okay, I'm earning money and everything's fine. Um, you really need to bring the value to the humanity because um, I see this like a really great mission of me being here on the earth as a person who were born here, who was born here. Yeah. Well, I applaud that frame of mind and that goal, and I, I have no doubt that uh, you could definitely do it at some point. I'll try to. Uh, with the skills that you're learning here and with the skills that you developed at Startup Heart and the connections and your eagerness to sort of expand those skills continuously. So great job. Keep up the great work. And thank you so much thank for coming you. on the show. Yep. Everyone have a Cheers great weekend. See Yay. you next time.